Yo, peace world. It's the love king of R&B, Raheem Devon. And this is the Q Chat. Keep it locked right here. Dedicated to all my beautiful queens, all my beautiful ladies out there. She is a queen. is a star on the rise. A singer, songwriter, and actress, Brandy has many jewels on her crown. A self-described pusher of hope, learn more about how Brandy uses her music to remind everyone that second chances are real. Thank you guys for joining another episode of the Key Chat. Today I have a very special guest. Her name is Ms. Brandy Little, and she is a singer, songwriter, and actress. And we're going to chop it up and learn some things about Brandy's musical style. And of course, talk about my favorite subject, self-love. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to talk with you. So I've read a lot about you and I already I'm just really excited to just learn more about you. So I did read that you have a passion of healing and that led you to writing your own songs and everything. So just talk about your history with music. Like what did you have a passion for music early on as a child? What inspired you to become a singing artist? You know, it's funny because my whole life was involved with entertainment. I loved television. I loved movies. I loved all the singers, Whitney Houston and Sade. I would watch their live performances on repeat. So I've always been a lover of music. Uh, of course, growing up in the South, I sung in the choir. But it took me a very long time to be in this place to where I really thought of myself as really being able to make it and do this. Mm -hmm. um, I have a very different voice. And so it took me a long time to love it. But now that I do, you know, here I am. <laughs> awesome. So I know you mentioned Whitney Houston and Shaw J. Who would you say are more musical influences? Is it just those particular queens or any other people that influence you? Um, so many people. I love all genres of, of music. You know, Gwen Stefani was like my youth. Um, I love Chrisette Michelle. I love, you know, Erica Badu, Jill Scott, Anita Baker. Uh, Stevie Nicks, like the list goes on, uh, Amy Winehouse. I love mm -hmm. singers who are able to connect to their emotions fully. Um, you know, you can tell the people who are just singing the lyrics off of the page because they have a good voice. And then the ones that are like really connecting to the feeling of each lyric. And so those are the women and men who have kind of inspired me um, to be the type of artist that I am. That's great. So one thing that I read about you that really, really stood out to me is that you're an activist for hope. So let's chat about that a bit. Like what would make you think that you're an activist for hope? I love that. Oh, thank you. You know, I, I was on an interview and I, I don't remember who it was. Uh, one day we'll be able to, you know, pin that down. But, mm -hmm. you know, they were asking me to describe myself and I was like, you know, and I'm, and I'm the hope dealer. 
I realized in that moment, I was like, that has a nice ring to it. But I call myself that because I've genuinely gone through a lot in my life. A lot of things where I know personally, a lot of people have kind of given in and given up and felt like that they couldn't move on with life. Um, and I want to be um, a reminder to whoever that dreams are always still real, no matter how dark your days are, no matter what you go through. You know, we serve a God or a creator that um, forgives us. And so I don't think that we talk about the forgiveness part enough. Um, we talk about what you should do right and what you shouldn't do wrong. But what happens if you've already done wrong? You know, there's a such thing as redemption. And I want to be able to spread that light um, in all the things that I do in my daily life, but especially when I have the platform, you know, to be in the public eye. Yes, yes. I love it. And you're right. I think um, forgiveness has so many different layers. Mm -hmm. And we talk about forgiving others heavily, but we don't talk about the guilt that we may feel when we make certain mistakes or things don't go our way or when we look back and reflect on the past. And it's like, if only I had known then what I know now. And a lot of us hold on to that heavy weight of guilt and we don't offer that grace to ourselves ever. <laughs> right. And I was one of them, you know, I had held on to things that I did or said or you know, I was adopted, so I, I I held on to that guilt and shame that clearly there's something wrong with me, even though I have three other brothers and sisters who were adopted too before me. You know, you know how we can internalize things and make it about ourselves. So yeah. I grew up thinking that there was something wrong with me and I couldn't forgive myself for that. And that allowed me to be in like really bad relationships and a lot mm -hmm. of different things and places that I didn't need to be in if I would have simply given myself grace and forgiven myself. Wow, you said a mouthful. And you're right, carrying on to guilt, shame, or anything, it leads to further pain and it will affect us in our relationships, how we carry ourselves, how we think about ourselves. So obviously, like you said, you've grown and you've grown past that and you've forgiven yourself. So how have you gained your confidence? Because once you learn to forgive yourself, you know, I think the next stage is to when we learn to embrace ourselves and then realize our self-worth. So how have you gained your confidence and what keeps you motivated? You know, my confidence came from, I say this and I don't mean this in a negative way towards anybody that's ever been a part of my life, but it was a time in my life to where I was all alone. And even if I had people that were there and wanted to be there, I couldn't allow that love to come in. So I gained my confidence by shedding all the things that I thought made me. Um, I've always been a lover of fashion, so it was the clothing. I've always been a lover of beauty. Uh, I was a makeup artist, hairstylist, so I got, I was in a place to where none of those things mattered. It didn't matter how great I looked, I was still in the same predicament. And in all of the shedding of the things of the world that I thought were, that made me, um, it, it gave me space to really find out who Brandy is. And so I, I decided that I was going to choose what I like to eat, what I like to wear. You know, I remember being in fourth grade and I started sneezing like my my best friend at the time. Her mm -hmm. name was Beth. She had the cutest little sneeze and mine was really, Hush! you know, hers was, Hush! and so this day I sneeze like her, you know? Mm -hmm. And so I, I, I remember it like, you know, let's go back and unlearn all the things that we learned to try to be someone else. And so my confidence comes from really like giving to myself, loving myself and and accepting all of who I am, the flaws, the the everything. Yes, definitely, definitely. So I want to go back to the music and I'm going to touch back because like you touched on one of my favorite subjects, self-love, but I want to barrel back 
and talk about your music again. So I was reading that your fans are referred to as little lilies and that <laughs> the spiritual meaning of the flower lily means a lot to you. So can we talk about that next? For sure. So like the spiritual meaning of lilies is like a uh, rebirth. Um, I know you see them sometimes in your yard and people just, you know, throw them off as being weeds, but they're able to be reborn again, almost like the lotus flower. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's the main like staple of my story and who I am and artistically who I want people to remember me as is that I was reborn, you know, um, and that there is a rebirth no matter what you go through, you know, like I was speaking on earlier. So I just want to be a, 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 a highlight <laughs> in my green, in my highlighted green. I want to right. highlight people to remember that, you know, there is still hope. And so a lot of the people that support me who are my fans and, you know, even just my family and friends, they, we've all gone through different things. And um, mm -hmm. I just feel like I'm just a staple for that for people. So yeah, those are the little lilies that have gone through things in life, but have not given up and are still here to stand strong and follow their dreams. Oh, yeah. So it seems like with your music, you obviously have a message. And like you said, you're not just singing lyrics, you have a mission behind your music. And again, I read that you, your passion of healing led to your songwriting. So let's talk about some songs that you have that really, if you had to choose a few that you, let's say someone said, hey, okay, out of your library of music, I want yeah. you to pick one or two songs that's just gonna define you and the heart that I can feel that you have behind your music. What songs would you choose and why would you choose them? So to be true, <laughs> all of the songs on my current album, Bloom, were freestyled. Um, they all happened in the moment. My interludes were recorded on my iPhone, and then the other records were recorded in the studio, uh, but I had never heard the beat prior. Mm. So it's hard for me to say which songs have been written, but off mm. of my project, Bloom, it would be the outro, Bloom. I speak on how I was kind of brought into the world and all the different things that I've experienced, and my favorite line of the song is, but she survived. Mm. And so, you know, I know that a lot of the times when I was in those dark times, I thought that was it. Life was not going to continue on, but mm. I survived. And so I, I really feel like that tells a, a, a telltale sign about who I am, um, mm. the things that I've overcome and the things that I know that so many other women and men can relate to. Um, we survived. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Find your peace. The holiday season is here. Get excited. During the holiday season, we often stress ourselves out, become depleted, and forget about our health and well-being, all in the name of giving. To ensure that you maintain your self-care routine and stay connected to who you are during the holidays, here are three ways to maintain your self-love practice. Step one. Meditate in the car while on your way to purchase gifts for loved ones by being mindful of your thoughts and emotions. Step two, practice gratitude after purchasing a gift by being grateful for having the resources to purchase the gift and showing gratitude that you have the ability to bring a smile to the face of the receiver of your gift. Step three, affirm yourself. Take the time out to state self-love affirmations such as, I am loved. I am worthy of the same love I give to others, or I surround myself with those I love and those who love me. 
Did you know that one of the best compliments to receive from someone is, I love your energy. If you want to exude a loving and nurturing energy and feel good throughout the holiday season, gift yourself or a loved one with a self-love guide sponsored by Community Yoga. Self-love is the best love. You must love yourself first before you can love anyone else. Purchase your self-love guide today. If you're in the community and in the Atlanta area on November 13th at 12 p.m., grab your girls for a nice relaxing Sunday and join Community Yoga for an Embracing Sisterhood Self-Care Wellness Yoga Workshop. We will discuss what it truly means to love thyself with an open group discussion, experience an ancient Egyptian yoga flow accompanied with a gemstone oil essence to enhance your yoga experience. You'll have the opportunity to shop self-care beauty products from Essence Tree Life and enjoy light refreshments. This is an event you don't want to miss. Community Yoga is an ancient Egyptian holistic health company that focuses on bringing your mind, body, and spirit into alignment one breath at a time. Email us at community.yoga at gmail.com for your health and wellness needs today. Community Yoga, where we redefine what it truly means to be healthy and well in a society that wants to keep you sick. Yeah. Speaking of survival, right now, you know, a lot of people, they have, they've experienced a lot, especially over the past two years. I think a lot of people became more in tune with themselves just on how to maybe handle grief, anxiety, just the unknown that a lot of us face. What would you say are some of the things that you've learned about yourself? Obviously, you're a woman of strength and courage that you find are easy for you to cope or some things that you have done to cater to your mental health, because a lot of things that we go through in life can really drain us and have us in a state of depression or anxiety. So what are some of the ways that you cater to your mental health? One of the things for me is just true expression. You know, if it's a stranger, if it's someone that I is a great friend, I talk about the things that I've gone through and not out of a form of pity, but out of a form of not letting shame control me. If we hold all the things that we've gone through in, then that allows us to be in self-hatred uh, and, and doubt and fear and feeling like we are not good enough. But when we express the things that we've gone through boldly and we talk about how it may still hurt sometimes, then, you know, that allows us to, to be able to have empathy from others and be able to give ourselves our own empathy because we're speaking about it. And so, you know, I'll often talk about the, the stories in the Bible and, you know, no matter what your religion is, um, there is a book. And in that book, there are stories from other people. Um, and I've read majority of those books. And so I say this to say that it's a reason why all of these stories are written. It was to remind us that we are not alone in our struggle. And um, there's someone that's gone through it, if not similar, the, the same exact thing. And so you don't have to be afraid. You know, the enemy wants you to be in shame. So for me, just being able to speak about the things that I've gone through and to really rely on my circle and tribal community of people that are around me. That, that really helps me. Oh, yeah. Important. Yes, <laughs> definitely. So back to the music, what have been some of the highlights in your career since becoming a recording artist? Man, so many things, but the, the still the number one thing is 
uh, the first week in releasing my album and two weeks prior, I was charting in the UK. Uh, the lowest that I got on the 100 top charts was number 19 for new R&B music. And like, I've never been to the UK, okay? Okay. Mm -hmm. So for me, be a little Georgia girl to have my music being played all the way across the water. Um, that that was that was amazing for me. And just the love that I've been getting from the album. Um, it's my first album. I've always been very intimidated in releasing an album. So for people to be so supportive, that's yeah, that's definitely been the top top. <laughs> that's wonderful. And how long did it take you to put the album together? So it's crazy. I I finished the album in about four months but mm -hmm. each time I went to the studio shout out to my brother DJ Strong uh, 3am studios every time I went to the studio we only we were only there for about two hours but we finished my song like within 30 minutes because you know he would just press play and then I would go in there and record um, but then mm -hmm. my other brother uh, Ron Boogie from Macon he did all my background vocals. So we did freestyle all of the leads and then we took it back to the studio. Me and my best friend, my manager, Christina, we took it back to the studio with Ron and, and, and we did all the background vocals. So that took us about four months just to complete the whole project. Wow, that's awesome. So who are some of the artists that may be on your wish list if you could choose to work with? Who are some of those people that you would love to work with in the future? Yeah, for sure. I definitely want to work with Jay-Z. He's my favorite artist, period. Mm -hmm. Like before he was, uh, you know, Beyonce's husband, I've always loved him. It was just something about his confidence. And yeah. as I get older now, it's something that I can relate to. Like, he don't care what this look like, what this look like. It's all it is, mm -hmm. the mental. And so I've always gravitated towards him. Doja Cat is another person who I've like just been in awe of since I, I heard the, the little kitty cat song, whatever it is that she did. Mm -hmm. I love mm -hmm. Chrisette Michelle and God rest her soul if Amy Winehouse was still living, I would love to work with her. Wow, that's a wonderful list, definitely. And Jay-Z is just, he's just grown so much from being like that artist that we all love just to see what he's doing now, just spitting all this knowledge. It's just absolutely amazing. So what are your future plans with the album? Will you be going on tour in the future? Yeah, so we're trying to gear up now so that I can go ahead and start a tour in November, but you know, fingers crossed because nothing has been confirmed, but we're definitely gonna take this album as far as it, as far as it needs to go. Um, like you said earlier, my music is more about the message. And yeah. so I know that the message needs to be spread because it flowed out of me so effortlessly. And so I wanna remind people that love is real and it's genuine and all of these great things because we have enough, um, enough individuals telling, telling us how, how it's not going to happen and how you know, ain't nobody S-H-I-T and all this other stuff, but I want to be the person to speak on it. And my relationships have not been perfect. Uh, my muse for the album, I'm not even with him anymore, but I don't care. I still believe in yeah. love and I know that it's real and it's valuable. I know that I'm a product of real love. And so that's what I'm going to have in my life. And I want others yeah. to know it will happen as well too. So yes, we're definitely planning to tour. <laughs> Um, so another question I wanted to ask you right now in the music industry, just like, for example, certain negative comments that came out about Lizzo the other day and just beyond the music business, it just seems like there's an attack on women of color, like just negative things about our appearance, how we carry ourselves. What have you, how do you stay focused, I guess, to not be 
to not allow negativity to deter you, you know, to have that confidence in the industry to be yourself. Do you feel any pressure sometimes to say, hey, well, you should change that or, oh, I wonder what someone's going to think or is this going to work out? Do you have any pressures as an artist in the music industry to embrace your individuality? I definitely have pressures, but I think that's just human nature. I, I have pressures in some of the other endeavors that I do my day in the day mm -hmm. life, um, you know, but as far as with the industry, I know what's going to always set me aside is being 100% okay with who I am, you know, no matter what size I am, no matter, you know, what hair I decide to wear, or how much of my body I want to reveal or not reveal. As long as things stay tied into to what I want and my standards, I feel like I'm going to be fine. You know, as a black woman, I'm not expecting the world to love me yet. I don't think they realize yeah. how important we are to the divinity of this world and how much of, of, of a creation we are to this world and how important we should be treated, mm. but that's okay. So when they do find out, I'm still gonna be on the same level of them praising me in that way. And so truthfully, like, I don't look at so, like the shade room. I found out about the Lizzo thing today because I was on YouTube and I saw a YouTube short and somebody was like, how can someone with dark under eyes like this talk about somebody and I'm just like you know to be real you spewing the same hate you know what I mean mm -hmm. um right so I just try to like keep that separate from my life and my career and what I'm doing because mm -hmm. if I focus too much on what people think then it can get in my head easily you know I've already heard a lot of different things of what people think I should be doing now in my career and I don't agree with that and you know these are people that are that are industry made and they're telling me like you know there's certain things that we feel like you should do but I'm not going to do that because I know that these industry people did not give me this gifting. They did not take me through all the things that I went through to be here. Mm -hmm. And so I'm not going to be dependent on them to stay here. And so I think that, you know, if I could encourage anybody, no matter what it is that you do, is just remember where your gifting comes from, you know, and, and that will keep you afloat because people are forever changing their minds. You know, the same people that told me that I wouldn't be successful are, oh, my gosh, Brandy, I love your music. And I love that. Thank you. But what if I would have listened to you when you told me my life was over? You wouldn't be able to say you love my music. So, you know, little little situations have happened throughout my life for me to remember that it's not about their opinions. It's just about, you know, what I was what I was brought here to do. Are you ready to join the new workforce solution? Currently, many people are working from home. Right now, during the pandemic and also the recession. Many Americans are finding flexible ways to earn a living and support their family on their terms. Many name brand companies utilize customer service in order to thrive. Little did you know that a lot of those agents are sitting at home, just like you. Contact FlexPro today and learn more on how you can make money Earn a living, have flexibility, more time with your family on your own terms.
it's your girl, Danny Parks. Listen, if you are having any type of suicidal thoughts, if you're having any type of mental health crisis, I want you to dial the new suicide hotline, 988. That's right. It's only three numbers and it's 988. You can call this or text it to be connected to a crisis counselor where they can help you through your situation in that moment. Once again, that number is 988 and that's it. All right. I'll see y'all later. I was brought here to do. Right. I love that. And one other thing that I read about you that I thought was amazing, it said that you're a reminder that second chances are real. And I know we did discuss forgiveness. So how do you feel about the whole reminder that second chances are real? Because again, I think a lot of people, they struggle with self-esteem, confidence. We have so many negative elements going on in the world. Mm -hmm. And again, when we, we don't forgive ourselves, we don't think that we can start over. And it's really never too late, but we will talk ourselves out of starting over thinking that we just can't erase the slate clean. So how do you feel about saying that you're a reminder that second chances are real? You know, I, I, I just want to always tell people that it does not matter what you've gone through. As long as you've, like, you've really asked for forgiveness, as long as you have given yourself the opportunity to do better and want better, then it's yeah. there for you. Um, you know, we can, we can really get caught up, like we were saying before, on the opinions of others and what people feel like we should be or people like they try to testify us and put us in a group right. when it's not even their job to do that. And mm -hmm. so your second chance has to come from you. You can't expect it to come from the world because they will not give it to you. So you have to look yourself in the mirror and you have to admit to yourself what you've done. You have to find out why you did these things and what you can do to never make those same decisions and, and remind yourself that you walk through the fire so that others won't have to. You know, right. I, tell, I tell myself that all the time that I went through all of those horrible things so that I could be a refuge of, of hope to others that you don't have to go through that. You can really just love yourself from the beginning, from, from being a youth up until you're an adult and things in your life will be so much more easier because you're not expecting man to give you what you can only give yourself. Um, there is this super dope motivational speaker uh, relationship lady. I want to say she's from Russia and you may mm -hmm. know who I'm talking about since self-love is your thing. Like it, it is for me too. Mm -hmm. And she goes, you know, I can't do her accent right now because I'm trying to think about it but she said this amazing thing and she was like in partnerships we're expecting our husband or wife to give us everything a whole community is supposed to give us and I'm and it just stood out to me so much and I'm like absolutely let's get to ourselves first and be this wonderful person for ourselves and then we can you know transfer that energy to our, our partner and our partner can pour back into us and then we can have healthy friendships and we can have healthy co-worker relationships so you know it's just this big circle of, of, of self-love <laughs> mm, and you said a mouthful again and it leads into my next question as everyone knows, like you mentioned, my platform is about self-love. Self-love is the fuel that gives us that confidence, the fuel that reminds us that we can have a second chance, the fuel that also reminds us that we can have that self-worth to know that we deserve to forgive ourselves in order to be healthy and to move on. So how do you define self-love and what role has it played in your life? Self-love definitely changed my life. It saved me and it allowed me to, to, to start the process of really healing. 
you know, we all had childhood trauma, um, unless there was the luckies of us who had parents who were healed themselves. And, you know, Mm -hmm. the reality of that isn't, isn't very, you know, nonetheless, self-love is why I'm here today, why I'm so confident and to be able to do an interview with you this evening. It is the reason why I do music and the reason why my career will continue to go on and be what it's going to be. Um, because I've decided that no matter where I come from or where I've gone through, that no matter who I've dated or anything, that I am still worthy of so many great things. I know that I come from a a grand place where creativity, love, beauty, all of these things, that's where I was created. And so why can't I be down here and and share Mm -hmm. that and express that? And I can't look for a man or friend to tell me this. I have to tell myself every day, you are special, Brandy. And some days I still get lost. You know, it's not every day. Sometimes Mm. I can go four months, I'm good. And then boom, one day I'm like, oh my God, I'm getting fat, you know, (laughs) whatever the case be, you know. Um, And so I realized that the only savior that I have as far as loving myself is me loving myself. I love it. I love it so much. So before we do end everything, tell everybody what's next for you with the album. What should we look out for? Yeah, so I've been working with some really dope producers. So we already have my second album completed, but I still want you guys to take in Bloom. Like I said, we're getting ready to work some things out so that I can go on tour, hopefully starting in November. Um, I'm just performing. I'm working on my craft. Uh, I have a lot of great partnerships building right now. So we have a lot of things that uh, we really want to give back to the community, not just in song, but in talking because I'm a public speaker as well. So I have a lot of things. Mm -hmm. The gift of voice is coming (laughs) in many different forms. And I just want people to continue to listen to the music, um, share it with those that you love. And, you know, the more I see it in the city, that's that's the quickest way I'm going to get to the city. (laughs) Awesome. Thank you so much for this amazing conversation. You're so beautiful and your energy is just so warm and welcoming. But before we end everything, tell everybody how they can find you, how they can reach out to you, and how they can get that new album entitled Bloom. For sure, guys. I am on Instagram and I am Brandy Little. That's I A M B R A N D I L I T T L E. Uh, You can find all of my music on any streaming platforms. It's Brandy Little Bloom. I have a lot of live videos on YouTube with me performing live. Uh, Let's see. My website is brandylittlemusic.com. Just put in Brandy Little and I'll pop up. Awesome. Thank you again. And I'm definitely going to follow you as soon as we're done. Yeah, follow me. I had to restart my Instagram, girl. So each follow matters. Okay, awesome. I'm definitely going to follow you as soon as we're done. Like I said, you are so beautiful and I just really love your energy. And I just love your messages that not only, like you said, you're singing, but you have a passion behind it, which is obvious just in our conversation and that you have a mission behind it. Just to remind people, number one, second chances are real. Forgive yourself. I just love the message that you have. And I'm excited to see where you're going to go. And I know that's going to be far. And thank you so much for blessing our platform. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate you. Shout out to Antoine for making it happen. I love you. (laughs) Yes, yes. I definitely appreciate him. And I'm definitely going to be messaging him as soon as we're This has been great. Thank you so much. I appreciate you so much. And I'm looking forward to your follow, sis, so we can stay friends. Nelly must have did this beat.